<clears throat> so lots to cover today. It's uh, Thursday, or if you want, you can call it uh, all Friday's Eve. <laughs> Friday Eve, if you really care about that stuff, and if you're working Monday through Friday, yeah, it's Friday Eve. Thursday, October 1st, 2020. Still going over this debate stuff. I mean, uh, it was so confusing. It was difficult to uh, look at some of the stuff that was said. Uh, except for the stuff that was very glaring, like uh, Donald Trump refusing to um, uh, call out white supremacy, you know. Um, <clears throat> there was one truth said at the debate. Uh, Donald Trump said, don't ever use the word smart with me. And you know what? I'm going to agree with him. We should probably never use the word smart with me with him <laughs> and he's 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 absolutely right you shouldn't um but let's talk about some other uh, uh things he did say when asked why he ended federal race racial sensitivity training he said i ended it because it was racist <laughs> man are you kidding me since ra racial sensitivity training is racist because it probably forces you to recognize that you're racist and that must be racist. Uh, he, he said specifically, he said, I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical revolution that was taking place in our military, in our schools, all over the place. But yeah, it probably is a radical revolution because it's forcing you to recognize the racism deep within your soul. And also not just deep within your soul, outwardly uh, uh, within you. <sighs> wow. Um, uh, and also President Trump uh, again refused to acknowledge the overwhelming scientific uh, consensus that humans are the main driver of climate change. And he offered an incomplete picture of what he said was America's record on, on clean air. Uh, in truth, under Trump, the United States withdrew from the Paris Climate Agreement, uh, the Climate Accord, uh, which was um, designed to help curb uh, climate change. Uh, Trump has sought to curb uh, fuel efficiency rules for cars and trucks and has fought to reverse coal's decline. Remember, Trump challenged uh, Cal uh, California's uh, rules on uh, setting standards. Trump challenged that. And that's been, been in effect since the 70s. Uh, Trump's environmental record is defined by the regulations he has repealed or tried to repeal. His administration says environmental rules are extraneous and damaging to the country's economy. Of course they're damaging to the economy because the economy is built on uh, corporations who do autom automatically do environmental uh, damage and then claim they never knew, like the oil companies claim they never knew it, it caused damage when they've known since the 50s or 60s, and it's been proven in court. This is why they're losing one court case after another. He also claimed the air cleaner uh, is cleaner during the Trump administration. Well, for decades, the air has gotten slightly 
uh, well, I don't know if it's if cleaner cleaner is the word, but but uh, in in certain areas like in L.A., it's gotten cleaner because of environmental rules, because of our our fuel standards that you have been challenging. But eh, the reason the air would be better it would be because of the shutdown due to COVID. I mean, come on. It's obvious. I mean, we all saw this in the weeks after COVID, how clean the air got compared to what it normally is, how, how we could actually see blue skies. The reason the air would be cleaner would be because of the uh, shutdown because of uh, uh, COVID. But an excessive amount of forest fires due to glo- global warming has hampered many gains in clean air. It's just... He's, he's wrong on all counts on this. Uh, the European Union has la- launched legal proceedings against the UK. Remember, this? Uh, uh, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, uh, this is after it uh, failed to withdraw, the UK w- failed to withdraw legislation that would uh, breach the Brexit deal uh, both sides signed last year and break international law. Uh, The announcement comes after weeks of controversy since Boris Johnson's government revealed its plans to put in legislation that would override a specific part of the withdrawal agreement called the Northern Ireland Protocol. Anyway, uh, speaking in Brussels, Ursula von von der Leyen, uh, president of the EU Commission, said that the EU invited the UK to remove the problematic parts of their draft uh, international market bill by the end of September. She said that the draft bill is uh, the the. She said that the draft bill is by its nature a breach of the obligation of good faith laid down in the withdrawal agreement, adding that it will be in full contradiction of the Northern Ireland Protocol. Uh, the protocol was agreed uh, in order to eliminate the need for uh, border checks between the only land border shared by the EU and UK on the island of Ireland. And and of course, you know, both sides fear that checks would lead to a hard border and the return of sectarian violence that uh, Ireland and Northern Ireland hoped were, uh, you know, long gone. Remember uh, back in the 80s, uh, I'm sorry, the 90s. Uh, I think I believe it was under the Clinton administration. They they reached a, a, a peace uh, uh, in uh, Ireland. I mean, Ireland and the UK were fighting for for my guess, for centuries. Um, <clears throat> but we're going to move on back to the United States. Amy Comey, uh, Coney Barrett, uh, she's the uh, right-wing sociopath Trump wants as a Supreme Court judge. A tiny religious organization tied to Amy Coney, uh, Coney Barrett sought to erase all mentions and photos of her from its website before she meets with lawmakers and faces questions at her Senate uh, confirmation hearings. Amy Coney Barrett, a a federal appeals judge, has declined to publicly discuss her decades-long affiliation with the People of Praise Christian group that opposes abortion and holds that men are divinely ordained as the head of the family and faith. Former members have said the group's leaders teach that wives must submit to the will of their husbands. Uh, a spokesman for the organiz- organization has declined to say whether the judge and her husband, Jesse Barrett, are members. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. But an, anal- uh, an analysis uh, by the Associated Press shows that people of praise erased numerous records 
from its website during the summer of uh, 2017 that referred to Barrett and included photos of her and her family. Uh, at the time, uh, Barrett was on Trump's uh, shortlist for the high court, uh, the Supreme Court, that eventually went to, uh, remember, Brett Kavanaugh, the uh, rapist uh, Brett Kavanaugh, alleged rapist Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, last week, uh, when Barrett again emerged as a frontwater for the uh, court, more articles, uh, blog posts, and photos disappeared. Uh, former female members uh, of the church told uh, Associated Press earlier this week that wives were expected to obey their husband's wishes in all matters, including provided sec- providing sex on demand. One of the women also said she was forbidden from getting birth control pills because married women were supposed to bear as many babies as God would provide. I should mention that Amy Coney Barrett has not said she follows the rules of the church, but I should also mention she has seven children. Okay, so there's a problem here. Her husband is the head and she has to do everything he says, but she's on a court. And she's making decisions on the court. What happens when her God and her church tells her that she has to listen to her husband when she's making decisions on the court? I have a problem with this woman. I seriously have a problem with this woman. Um, So Donald Trump keeps claiming mail-in voting is bad. Of course, he did that at the debate. He says that that it's a, a big fraud. And of course, a, a third of uh, uh, votes cast in the last election were, were uh, mail-in ballots. He didn't have any problem there when he got elected by a, a well, he didn't, he didn't get elected by the people, that's for sure, because uh, he, lost, he lost the popular vote. There's two numbers. He lost it by either 3 million or 10 million. Okay, he lost it to Hillary by 3 million. However, 10 million more people voted against them because there were third party uh, um, uh, votes also. So use whatever number you want. I use 10 million. He lost the popular vote by 10 million votes. Um, anyway, he keeps claiming mailing, but mail-in voting is a, a fraud. But the real problem is with electronic voting. And maybe that's why he insisted people not vote by mail. Because he has an in with electronic voting that we don't know about. <clears throat> like an inn by, uh, by the name of Mike McCarthy. I'll get to him in a minute. Uh, first, let's say Philadelphia authorities are investigating and re-examining their voting machines after USB drived, drives used to program them were stolen from a city warehouse. And that's according to local reports. The thumb drives and a laptop went missing sometime this week, but exactly when remains unclear. Spokesman for the city commission, why don't they have these things under guard? I mean, at least a video camera, so we can see who's in there stealing crap. Anyway, a spokesman for the city commissioner, uh, Lisa Dealey said, we are confident that this incident will not in any way compromise the integrity of the election. Uh, Dealey's office uh, also said, uh, once set up, the voting machines are sealed. So authorities were re-examining them to see if they had been tampered with, but the paper also reported that city commissioners had been reluctant to confirm the thefts, uh, the thefts, and uh, privately worried that the thefts 
could lead, uh, lend credence to claims of uh, threats to election integrity. Uh, but of course, there's always been a concern about election integrity when, com- when it comes to electronic voting machines. Who writes the code? We're not allowed to see the code. Did you know that? We're not allowed to see the code. The uh, government watchdogs aren't allowed to see the code. At least that's what the law was uh, um, uh, in the 2000s. I don't know if the law has changed since then. Uh, the voting machine manufacturer is election systems and software. And uh, 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 that company said the U.S. drives are encrypted and have multiple levels of security. Um, of course, that's if the encryption keys haven't been leaked by someone at the company. I should mention now, Mike McCarthy, who owns the company, is a frequent contributor to WinRed, which is, you know, red... Uh, 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 Republicans win, uh, win red, uh, and the GOP. He's a frequent contributor. So we have a guy who's a huge contributor to uh, the elections uh, for Republicans. He runs a company that makes um, electronic systems for voting and the encryption keys were, or excuse me, the, the uh, thumb drives that, um, uh, that program these systems have been stolen. And he has the inf- information that can unlock these thumb drives. And he wants Republicans to get elected. So what do you think is going on here? We'll move on to Brad uh, Parscale. Uh, he had been uh, Trump's campaign manager for the re-election effort, but was pushed aside during the summer after a, that rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, had fewer people than uh, projected amid the pandem- pandemic. And remember, that's the uh, rally that, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, gosh, I don't know. Do I have time to look this up? Uh, Pop, is it Papa John's? John's owner... GOP. Let's see if it comes up. Uh, nah, I, I can't find it. I don't know. The the, the uh, uh, African American, the only African American that uh, ran for president under the Republican ticket, uh, who died after attending D- Donald Trump's rally, he died from COVID. So anyway. Anyway, uh, uh, I'll move on uh, because I'm, I'm getting off track here. <clears throat> um, anyway, after, uh, um, after he was dropped from there, he was moved to the campaign's digital effort, producing ads aimed at helping Trump uh, get ahead in the uh, November 3rd election. He has now stepped down from a senior role at the campaign after his arrest at his home in Florida. Uh, Brad Parscale had been taken into custody outside the floor, uh, his Fort Lauderdale uh, home and hospitalized after threatening to commit suicide and allegedly beating his wife, uh, after allegedly beating his wife days prior. Got in trouble for that, apparently. Uh, Parscale's public meltdown happened when he is uh, reportedly under investigation for stealing from the Trump campaign and the RNC. According to the, uh, a source close to the campaign, the Trump family is worried that Parscale could turn on them and cooperate with law enforcement about possible campaign finance violations. The family is worried uh, Brad will start talking, uh, according to a source. 
So that's going on. <clears throat> and uh, now we're going to talk about something local, but it's actually national. An ex-con, and I got a lot to say about this because this is a constant reminder to me. Uh, an ex-con uh, arrested earlier this month in connection with the carjacking in Linwood was charged Wednesday with attempted murder in the ambush shooting, shooting of two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies who were critically wounded while sitting in their patrol car near a, a metro station in Compton. And if you remember, the, the sheriff's, def, uh, sheriff's deputies are coming under fire for all their illegal times, all the illegal stuff that's going on at the LA County Sheriff's Department, including being, being investigated under the RICO Act. Um, uh, they're, they're just criminals over there. They're gang members themselves. Um, the suspect, identified as 36-year-old Deontay Lee Murray, is set to be arraigned Wednesday at the Compton Courthouse on two counts each of attempted murder of a peace officer and possession of a firearm by a felon in connection with the September 12th attack on the deputies. Um, but there's a reason I bring up this story. Sure, it's a national story, uh, but it's also an ex example of how unfair police are in their investigations. And not just shooting investigations, but any type of investigations. If there's a fender bender on the freeway, you pull over, you exchange information. If there's a fender bender involved uh, by the police, uh, involved with the police, they'll shut down the freeway and do an investigation. If there's a, a major car accident on the freeway, they might close a lane and do an investigation. But if there's a major car accident involving a, a cop on the freeway, they'll shut down the goddamn freeway for eight hours and, and comb it for every single bit of evidence to make sure that they can defend their, their officer. So if an officer is shot, if anybody is shot, they'll hose off the sidewalk and say, oh, okay, we finished the investigation. But in fact, they might not even hose off the sidewalk. But if a cop is shot, they'll shut down eight city blocks and spend two days investigating. They don't give a crap about the people. They don't give a crap about the people. They only give a crap about themselves. Every single time there's an investigation involving a police officer, like with this, this one, it was a major effort involving thousands of hours of investigations while other murders and shootings go unsolved because they don't give a crap about the people. That's why I'm bringing it up. And this is a prime example how they went out of their way to investigate this but they never do anything like this when people get shot. And that's why so many murders and so many shootings go unsolved because the police department doesn't give a crap about you and me. Think about that next time you're, vote, next time you're voting uh, on whether or not the police should get more funding. Just pisses me off. Okay, rant finished for now. The CDC originally issued a no-sale order for cruise ships in the U.S. Uh, um, on March 14th due to COVID, you know. And, you know, remember, way back then, there was all sorts of people were stuck on ships on lockdown and 
and uh, there were COVID ca cases all over the place. The, the spread on ships was horrible. People were dying. Anyway, CDC Director uh, Robert Red Redfield pushed the, to extend the order until February of 2021. And that's according to Axios, uh, which cited two pe uh, people familiar with the matter. Axios reported that Vice President Mike Pence over, overruled uh, the CDC direct, uh, Director Redfield and that the plan is to extend the ban only until October, 30, uh, October 31st, which just happens to coincide with the voluntary suspension announced by the trade group uh, uh, Cruise Lines International Association. So there we are, fascism in full force, corporations telling the government exactly what to do. That is fascism defined, by the way. Um, dozens of established filmmakers joined with the Directors Guild of America and the uh, National Association of Theater Owners and Motion Picture Association to urge Congress to come to the aid of movie theaters devastated by COVID-19. Uh, absent a solution designed for their circumstances, theaters may not survive the impact of the pandemic. Uh, the letter, uh, that's what the letter warned. Uh, signatories of the letter sent to the House and Senate in, in, um, uh, leaders include Christopher Nolan, James Cameron, Jude Apatow, John Chu, Sofia Coppola, Alfonso Curon, Curon uh, Lee Daniels, and Clint Eastwood, Republican Clint Eastwood, of course. Uh, Senate, uh, Senate Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell and House Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi, Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer and House Republican Leader Kevin McCarthy are urged to redirect unallocated funds from the CARES Act. Uh, the House delayed a vote, uh, by the way, on the $2.2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill uh, yesterday so that further negotiations could be held between, uh, you know, Pelosi and Treasury Secretary uh, Stephen Minchin, and I mentioned that uh, I mentioned Minchin yesterday. So, uh, more problems with entertainment, I guess. According to the Orange County Register, which is quite the right-wing rag, rag just to mention, uh, Brady McDonald, a worker uh, 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 adjustment and retraining notification uh, act revealed that four, 411 Imagineers are expected to be laid off from the campus in Glendale, California. Imagineers are, of course, with Disney. Um, it was discovered that nearly 2,700 non-union cast members from the Disney Resort will be laid off beginning December 4th, along with 6,700 from Walt Disney World, while 2,500 union food service cast members and 950 members of Unite Here Local 11 will be let go as of November 1st. I'm not a big fan of Disney. I don't like going to Disney. The crowds are overwhelming. Children are everywhere. You can't take a step without stepping on a damn child. They're always in the way. I hate Disney, but I don't like the fact, and I, and I, I, I also hate the fact that they way overcharge for a park where you can go on four rides an entire day for over $100. And the reason you, you only go on four rides is because the lines are enormous. The, the, it might be worth whatever it is that they charge if you could ride everything, which means that they would have to uh, slim down visitors uh, to a crawl 
compared to what they are now because entirely too many people are there. It's a horrible place to go. It's the most horrible place on the planet as far as I'm concerned. You can't, you don't have more than three feet around you. It is so packed at all times. It's like going, it's like being at a concert. It's so packed sometimes. So, I'm sorry, I had another rant. I can't help myself sometimes. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I'm upset that all these people are losing their jobs, even though I can't stand Disney. I hate it with a passion. <sighs> Moving on. With a uh, more than $1 trillion gap in their economic stimulus, uh, stimulus proposals and a truckload of distrust between the White House and Republican-controlled Senate and the Democrat, uh, uh, Democratic-controlled House, Layoffs affecting 30,000 to as many as 50,000 employees of U.S. airlines are scheduled to begin today. Remember, Republicans delayed voting on this stimulus package for four months. Five months now. Five months. They've delayed. They went on vacation because they don't give a crap about you. The Democrats passed this House bill five months ago in May. Is that five months? May, June, July, August, September. We're in October. Five months ago, the Democrats passed this bill. Five months ago. And the Republicans have been delaying and delaying. They don't want to have any part of it. They refuse to begin negotiating negotiating. Mitch McConnell, the head of the Senate, is up for election right now. And if you don't show up, you're part of the problem. Boy, I just have a lot of rants today. Anyway, 30 to 50,000 employees of U.S. airlines are scheduled uh, to be uh, laid off today. And as the next staggeringly uh, sad chapter of U.S. Carol Airlines COVID-19 saga begins to unfold, it's become increasingly likely that at least one and perhaps three or more will be forced into bankruptcy or alternatively into financially and strategically dubious mergers just to stay alive. And I agree with that. These mergers are going to happen. And, and, and that's a problem because that's less choice and that's more... Uh, centralizing of an industry that's already way too centralized, you know? There's not enough competition in the industry as it is. Um, and there's there's problems with, 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 uh, with that at airports too, but I'm not going to get into that. That's a completely different issue. Uh, the new layoffs, assuming that they aren't foresawed, uh, you know, by last-minute uh, 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 last stimulus agreement, come on top of the elimination of tens of thousands of airline industry jobs this past summer. Uh, though airlines, under the terms of the first economic stimulus package approved by Congress in March, were barred from laying uh, workers off until today in exchange for $25 billion payroll protection grants and up to another $25 billion in government loans, uh, they did not use modest financial inducements and or extended travel privilege to coax tens of thousands of employees to retire early and take various types of leaves or to voluntary, voluntarily depart. Uh, ultimately, the industry could well see more than 100,000 employees 
lose their jobs. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse under this administration that refuses, refuses to rein in the COVID damage. Every other country in the world is slowly opening up and we're stuck here because this administration has their heads up their asses firmly planted. That's it. It is Thursday, October 1st, 2020. Here it is, uh, 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 October 2020. It's been since... Uh, the beginning of the year that this uh, uh, virus started and we're still on semi-lockdown many places. It's a problem. Remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. It always should be that way, but it isn't. Thank you for coming and listening to me. I appreciate you very much. Please bring someone along tomorrow. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.